There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the Big Dave Podcast. Friday morning on B105 means it's time for the sweet and spicy truth game. And uh, joining us always, our fourth Beatle, Grover Collins. Good morning, Grover. And good morning, everybody. And I believe you've got the first question ready to fire away. Who's it for? Stat. Bring it on. What was the go-to Finneytown makeout spot back when you were in high school? (laughs) Oh, down at the park. Oh, yes. He didn't hesitate. What Not park was all. that? It, it didn't have a name. It used to be like... The makeout park. It was kind of abandoned, actually. Like, the tennis courts were covered with spray yeah, paint. Yeah, it was. And, uh, <laughs> and it'd be, let, let's meet down in the woods. Or, yeah, down at the park. So, it, did you guys here call it going parking? No. Or was that just no. a southern thing from where I'm... You're going to go make out. Okay. Yeah. We called it, like, uh, I went parking with her. And that yeah. meant you went somewhere like that. Oh, mm-hmm. And, and I did invite uh, numerous ladies there. None of them ever showed up. Because <laughs> it was an abandoned park at night. <laughs> so you're, well, I can see you over there like a merry-go-round all Come sad. On, there's got to be one girl. Uh, yeah, my Stat's si- like, I'm going to wait just one more hour. Yeah, the one girl would show up and be like, my sister saying, Dad's looking for you. You better get home. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man, that's Brutal. terrible. Not much luck until my wife came along. Who you got over all there? All right, I got a question for Ashley. Okay. What's the last thing you cheated at or cheated on? Hmm, man. Well, I am very uh, a brutally honest person, so I really don't do well at cheating or like I'll just I don't know. But there was this time I'm going back to high school. It's Mm -hmm. not that long ago for me. I was not very good at math. Still, I'm not good at math. I accidentally got the highest score on a test on a midterm. Accidentally. How do you accidentally get the highest score? And then the teacher pulled me into the room and was like, why are you dumbing yourself down, Ashley? And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you got a 98 on your midterm. And I'm just like, oh boy. I said, if I tell you the truth, can I keep the grade? And I cheated on the test. How? How'd you cheat? So there's a girl sitting next to me. She's really smart. And the guy behind me had a crush on me. So they would give us a test like every other, so you're not exactly synced up with the person next to you. Mm-hmm. The guy behind me traded tests with me, and then I copied off the girl next to me. So we had the same test. So we had the same test, and I did a few answers on my own, so it would be a little different. Well, somehow I got a better score than she did. <laughs> wow. Were the few answers the ones you missed? If you would have put as much work into the math as you did in the cheating on the test, you probably would have got a better grade. I got like a God, 98. you sound like my mom. My mom yeah. used to say that. I would have never yeah. got a good grade like, well, because then did, I took the final and it was like terrible. Did they let you keep the grade? No, he dropped no. me down, but he dropped me down to like a C plus and I would have never got that. So I was like, cool. You're still a win. Okay. Huh? okay. All right. Win's All right. a win. It was right. crazy. Why are you dumbing yourself down? I'm like, oh, I got to tell this guy <laughs> what like, I did. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I just did really good. I would have a featured radio. <laughs> None of us are good at math. Okay. So this is an interesting question because nowadays we have the internet. Mm-hmm. Dave, where did you hide your Playboys in high school? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, well, uh, Grover and Statmine, where every red-blooded American boy hid them. 
between the mattress and the box spring? Exactly. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah, like, and that's in like every movie ever. Yeah. But yeah. well, we're not that smart. <laughs> no, we weren't that smart because I, I didn't have... And you've got to understand, getting a hold of one of those, and I don't know, it might have been easier for Stat, if, if he's younger, but Grover, for us, it was hard to find one. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. and when you got one, it could have been like 15 years old, and you're like, oh my God, I got... But, <laughs> but it was tough to get. But I had a couple of Playboys, but I do remember, and I hate... At, not the one that was on the Grammys a couple of weeks ago, but when Madonna was in Penthouse, it wow. was a huge deal. And I actually got a copy of that, and it was like my prized possession. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> my prized possession. I hid it between my mattress and my box spring, and I pulled it out to look at it one day, and it was gone. Oh, yeah. Your mom changed the sheets. Mm-hmm. Just like Madonna's yep. face now. Yeah, exactly. Oh, she came back. She bounced back. <laughs> no, like, and my mom never said a word about that. It, w- it went the way of also what I had a ball cap that said sex instructor on it. Oh, but I wore it like, yeah. like twice, and all of a sudden it. Just disappeared. Yeah, <laughs> my mom didn't play. So you know, I did tell my son, who's now twenty eight in April. But wow. you know, when he got his first laptop, and this is you know two thousand ten, <laughs> delete your search. Bar. I said, you have no idea how easy you got it, buddy. Ah, yeah. uh, <laughs> that's what you said. Yeah, I did. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and yep. clear your browser history. Yeah, right. <laughs> all right, incognito mode. <laughs> uh, this is all kind of turned into a high school uh, kind of thing here today. Yeah. What's something you got away with as a teenager that your parents never? found? found out about my parents never found out that i snuck their car out multiple times multiple mm-hmm. and never got caught wow guilty now the how, oh, the only way i got rid of this is we lived in the south it was a carport back then oh, it wasn't yeah. a garage it wasn't a garage door yeah and it <laughs> was noise. it was a clutch so i would get in the car mm-hmm. and i would push it back with the door open had the key on but not all the way just unlock the steering wheel mm-hmm. and i'd pop the clutch at the bottom of the driveway start the engine and go off to michelle christian's house that's the key <laughs> oh, yes. yeah. when i came home i would glide i would turn the engine off again with the key so i wouldn't lock the steering wheel and glide into the carport Guys, I was so bad that while my parents were at work and I was home from school, I would figure out what part of each step on the stairs to step on to make the least amount of noise so it wouldn't go... Right? Really? Uh, let me ask you this. Did you ever have to put in like $2 in gas because you had to put the gas meter back to where it was when you left it? I probably did that and I think I thought about the odometer but then I thought to myself my parents are it's not even in their consciousness that I'm doing this or that I would do this mm-hmm. and the, and I never got caught and I finally confessed not until I was 26 years old <laughs> they were dumbfounded and then of course moms are always moms even at 26 did you ever think of the consequences if you <laughs> would have got caught or got in an accident I'm like no I was thinking about Michelle Christian <laughs> yeah. oh my God. that's what I was thinking about it was all for a girl even though in her name might have been Christian I got a feeling your thoughts about her weren't <laughs> yeah that's it. And there's your sweet and spicy truth for Friday. It's uh, 632. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B. B105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. And we're welcoming in Ben to our uh, B105 Who Was Right Last Night courtroom. Good morning, Ben. Good morning. And I'm um, to understand that you and uh, your girlfriend, Lisa, are having some disagreements about the way she drives or something she does when she's driving. And what is that? Yeah, so we 
get into an argument about her use of the turn signal. Uh, she just doesn't use it in the turn lane. She'll use it everywhere else, but she does not use her turn signal in the turn lane, and it drives me just like mad. <laughs> like it just it just makes me insane. So you're saying like if she's driving down a one lane road and she's gonna turn, she'll put on the turn signal. But if there's a lane that she can use for the like a turning lane, like turn only, she doesn't think she, it's necessary. Correct. Yes. Hmm. Oh, and I'm like, man. that's the law. You got to do it. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm like, just do it. Just it's really simple. It's there. The 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 signal in your car, the device is there. It's real easy. You just flick it up or down. <laughs> <laughs> at least yeah. she's using it in other instances. Some people don't use it at all. No, you're and just those, like, whoa. Yeah. Those yeah. people are terrible. But so you've got a problem with her, and she's pretty adamant about the fact that she doesn't need to use it or thinks like everybody knows what I'm doing in the turning lane, so there's no need for it. Oh yeah, she's very adamant. Oh yeah. She is adamant with a capital A. But what if you guys are in a turn lane and it's pretty backed up and that freaking noise of the turn signal and you're not even hardly moving? Can she turn it off at some point? <laughs> like, that's where I, I mean, get a little annoyed. Yeah, I can see that for sure. It doesn't drive me crazy, but I'm assuming it probably would hurt. You know, I mean, uh, yeah, I, but back in the day when I was a kid, I think turn signals were a lot louder than they are today. Dude, I don't know. I, I mean, it, doo, 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 I'm on the phone sometimes with my friend Sude, who works here, and I can hear her turn signal. Like, she's in her car, and I'm like, can you turn your turn signal off? And she's like... Uh, no, no, I'm turning. No, look, I think when my wife connects the Bluetooth, the speaker in the car is in the dash, and I think it's close to the turn signal because, yeah, it's noisy. In the, I know what you mean. It is loud. But these people are using their turn signals, at least. At least. So, Ben, you and Lisa are having arguments about the turn signal and her lack of usage of it when she's in a turning lane, and that's it. That's the only problem you have with her and her driving. That is. That is. That's 100%. Uh, so I just want to know if I'm in the wrong or not. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's see. Before we go to the jury, do you have a closing argument today, Ben? Uh, my only closing argument is uh, I do love her, so this isn't a deal breaker. But I, I do kind of want to hope I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Statman. Well, I'll tell you, the law is definitely on your side. If you're turning, you got to legally use a turn signal. I don't think there's any argument with that. Um, and I think turn signal is a lifestyle. Like, I, I am so bad with the turn signal. I use it so much when I'm, like, going around a, a bend. I, I sometimes... When, you mean when you're going 80 around a bend? No, yeah, I'll no. use a turn signal for no reason. Okay, the, there is one place, though, and I'm sorry to interrupt stats thing here, but that I always do it, and I had to make myself finally stop, is when you're driving from, yeah. from Donaldson Road in northern Kentucky to Turfway, on Turfway, over to, like, Dix or something, there's that sharp dead man's curve right there by the airport. Yeah. I always hit my turn signal there because I feel like I'm actually turning. And I'm like, you got to stop doing that. And I finally did. But beside the point, continue, Staff. But, hey, I'm I'm on your team, man. Uh, team Ben, come on. Use a turn signal. It's not even for you. It's for everybody else on the road. Okay. 
If Officer Nick All is right. not listening right now, I am saying Team Lisa. <laughs> well, what if he was listening? <laughs> I am following all of the laws, Team Ben. Make okay. sure you're wearing your seatbelt, no, too. But really, why are you Team Lisa? Yeah. Because if I'm in a turn lane, I just feel like you know where I'm going. I'm in the turn lane. And I also just get frustrated when the turn lane's backed up, and then it's on for five minutes, and I'm like, okay, I'm over this. You don't want to hear the tick But now if I'm just going to a different lane, yes, I'll use a turn signal. If I'm in a turning lane, shouldn't everyone already know that I'm turning? I don't know. You would think. What about you, Big Dave? Gosh, this is a tough one, but uh, I am going to go because I am a stickler for law and order here. I'm going to go with Ben because I think, you know what, regardless, I mean, I'm just ingrained. I kind of like stat. When I know I'm turning, I don't even know I've turned it on. I just, just so my, my hand goes yeah. down and it either comes back up and clicks it to the right or for the left turn. So I'm definitely team Ben here. But by a score of two to one, we have determined that Ben was right last night. But I have a feeling there's more Ashley's and Lisa's out there that are going to call in right now, Ben. So don't count your uh, winnings yet. Okay, buddy? Okay, sounds good. All uh, right, that's uh, fair. That's fair. Okay, okay. And uh, we'll uh, see also through the B105 app. But uh, best of luck with that. And if that's the worst thing you guys have going on, it sounds like you're going to be driving down this relationship road together for a while. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And all the lines are starting to fill up. 749-B105. Obviously, there's lots of opinions on this. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Five, the Big Dave Show. Uh, who was right last night? Man, we uh, got a barn burner here today. Uh, ben is upset that his girlfriend, Lisa, will not use her turn signal when she's driving and in a turning lane. She thinks, everybody knows I'm turning. There's no reason for me to have my turn signal on. By two to one, uh, we sided, though, with Ben. But we got a lot of calls coming in. Dwayne from Goshen is also Team Ben. And why is that, buddy? Because I have had numerous cars cut me off when I'm in the straight lane and they're in the turn lane because they got in the wrong lane and decided just to come back over in front of me. Oh. That's a different scenario. That is a good point, though. You never know. I'm in the wrong lane. I better hop right over. All right. They don't give a turn signal. They just assume it and come straight on over because their turn signal's not on. Mm. See what you're saying. Thank you very much, Dwayne. Thank you. And uh, Lynn from Burlington says uh, she's team Ben and her husband wouldn't agree, though. No, uh, my husband always is team Lisa because um, he tells me that replacing a blinker light is expensive. So we should use it only when necessary. (laughs) I mean, how much can those be? What? I don't know. And his brother's a mechanic. So I'm like, well. That is a great argument. Uh, It's one that only a man could make, I think. Thank you very much, Lynn. Appreciate it. Thanks. Kelly from Loveland (laughs) says, you're witnessing this firsthand right now. What happened? Yeah. The guy in front of me is not using his turn signal. So while you're listening to B105 in the car and hearing (laughs) us with this argument, you're witnessing it right in front of you play out. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, he's he's probably calling somebody and saying, man, this girl behind me is on the phone. What is she doing? Yeah. All right. Thank you very much, Kelly. Appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, Tasha from Cincinnati says, if you're in the turn lane, everyone should already know no need for a signal. So I'm guessing you're a big team Lisa here. Well, I'm actually in between. But if you're in the turn lane, they know you're turning. But if it's backed up, you should have it on. So that way the cars behind you know go around. I'm 32, and all the years of me driving, 
I still am cautious when I... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. See people's turn signals because they might have it on, but they don't even know that it's on. Mm, oh, yeah. yeah. And then they're just driving with sure. it. It's like, are you getting over or not? Yeah, I've reached that age now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Tasha. You're welcome. This is the Big Dave Podcast. You might want to pile the kids in the car tonight and head out to our favorite tri-state double drive-in, the Big Bone Lake double drive-in. You know, and they've always got something good playing out there. Let's, let's try see what's happening right now. Give them a buzz. Thank you and good day, friends. Thank you for calling the Big Bone Lake double drive-in. Where for the first time since 2018, more people are getting shot on the screen than they are off the screen. (laughs) In honor of this weekend's big Hollywood movie, Cocaine Bear, we got a few of the other flicks he made before ODing on the white gold in the woods. So, all screens right now running. Let's do it. This furry woodland beast decides to leave the forest and become a dentist. But after working on patients for a year, he loses his practice because he gets addicted to an oral numbing agent. Your mouth will still be feeling funky three hours after you watch Novocaine Bear. (laughs) Here's one about a forest creature that gets invited to a friend's house for a barbecue But when he gets there, goes on a mauling rampage when he finds out the cook is using charcoal briquettes in his grill instead of this readily available natural gas. It's charbroiled fun when you watch (laughs) Propane Bear. (laughs) Looks like our old friend is at it again when, instead of the bricks of white stuff, he finds bags of the green stuff all over the forest floor, and before you can blink, he eats it all. But instead of a deadly rampage, he gets the munchies and starts foraging through campers' picnic baskets looking for Doritos. It's a far-out time when you watch Mary Jane Bear. (laughs) And finally, here's one about a huge grizzly that's a big hit with the ladies. That is, until his fur starts thinning and falling off. Desperate to regain his former luscious coat, he runs to the local drugstore and purchases what he hopes will be a cure for his problem. Woo-wee! Doggies, you'll want to apply a cap full to your scalp nightly when you watch this. It's a hair-raising excitement when you watch Rogaine Bear. Thank you for calling the Big Bone Lick Double Drive in, where we always say, Let's have it. Come, come as, as you are, but stay in your car. car. I think I'll just go see Cocaine Bear. I spotted that bald spot a mile away, dude. That's a good joke. That's 717. This is the Big Dave Podcast.
B105 Big Dave Show short-term memory game. We got Tammy from Hebron here with us. Good morning, Tammy. Good morning. Okay, of the uh, four prequels to Cocaine Bear showing at the Big Bone Lake Double Drive-In this weekend, which one do you want to see the most? Uh, how about Mary Jane Bear? Oh, really? Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> the one where he was uh, looking for Doritos. I like that. It's showing at 420 at the theater, by the way. <laughs> Good call. Well, congratulations, Tammy. Thank you. You just grabbed yourself a $25 Skyline Chili gift card. It'll uh, go great after that movie, I'd say. <laughs> Sounds great. Thank you so much. By the way, uh, Rogaine Bear is the nickname my kids have for me, so I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Big Dave Podcast. This is just getting kind of crazy. The long-awaited mystery is now over. The name of the person is... Edwin Castro. Okay, so that was the California lottery officials back on uh, February 14th, Valentine's Day, announcing the winner of the record-setting Powerball of $2.04 billion. Edwin Castro, he elected to take the lump sum of $997.6 million, and everybody's like, all right, he wants to remain anonymous, not anonymous, but, you know, that's all we know about him is his name. And this drawing was on in November. In November, So it was yeah. a while later that he came for it and won and took the sure, cash. Sure, sure. So we thought that was all over with. He's going to go live a happy life. But yeah. now <laughs> uh, they're all reporting that there has been a lawsuit filed and uh, some folks, a guy claiming that that ticket was stolen from him, the winning ticket. So what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, dude. So this guy, Jose Riviera, says that he is the one that actually bought the ticket on November 7th. And then it was stolen from him that same day by his friend Jose. Who's I don't think they're good friends anymore because no Reggie. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Reggie. So sorry. Jose had the ticket stolen by Reggie. Then mm-hmm. Reggie, once they found out it was a winning ticket, said, "Oh my God, hey Jose, your ticket won, dude. You got to give me half the winnings, or I'm not giving you the ticket." Ooh. Yeah. So Jose was like, "Now that ain't right. I'm going to the lottery." So he filed a complaint with the California lottery, saying, "Hey." I have the winning ticket, but my friend actually is in possession of it. I'm being blackmailed. Can you help me recover the ticket? So the lottery said, we'll investigate. So the lottery came back and said, well, sorry, Jose. Edwin is our winner. And they're like, hey, where did this guy come from? (laughs) So the one that they just announced there, they say, was actually given the ticket by Reggie, who stole the ticket from Jose. Oh man, what a mess! Yeah, I mean, so Edwin's just a front man. He's just cashing it in for Reggie, who stole the ticket. It's all alleged. But it was all—it was sold at Joe's service station there exactly. in the Altadena, California. The obvious question is: What about cameras? At Joe's service there, well, who wants to remain anonymous, said that the California lottery obtained video footage, mm-hmm. and they're going frame by frame, second to second, and they're they're very confident that Edwin Castro is the rightful winner. And look, okay. cameras these days, there's not just one angle. That sure. You go into one of those gas stations, they got you at every single angle. Yeah. They're and you're, pretty confident. You're buying the it, ticket so. off a computer. It knows what numbers. They've got records of all of this. So why? what do these guys have to gain from doing this, I wonder? I think there's a lawyer that has to gain some fees off of Jose. <laughs> <from, laughs> trying to get paid. Yeah, that was my ticket. One. Of course Look, it was. Oh, the one that was worth $2.04 yeah. billion? That yeah. was yours? Yeah, but, I bought it the day before. There, uh, Jose says he looks a lot like Edwin, and he feels like he has a case. Oh, here. for so, God's yeah. sake. I know, right. dude. It never ends. But this is like a lot of money. <laughs> 2.4 billion. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Oh.
I think uh, Edwin's going to ride off into the sunset with the money, and Jose and Reggie can take it somewhere else. This is the Big Dave Podcast. It's the first Friday in Lent, and well, we all know what that means, yeah. And before we could even bat an eye, we were right in the middle of a big fish fry. It was Friday. I tell you, you can't go far in Cincinnati. Give me one of them fish sandwiches. Get away from that, boy. <laughs> yeah, I'll take two. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to go far to find a good fish sandwich tonight or a fish platter, anything, because it is the first Friday in Lent and everybody's doing them. They're all over the place. Yeah, St. Mary's is kicking off. And uh, now now I'm starving, so thanks for that. <laughs> now I need a freaking fish sandwich. Well, I mean, you know, we saw our friends over at St. William's and Price Hill. They were on Channel 9 That's this morning. Cool. They're the home of the Magnificat, and uh, you go over to our B105 Facebook page, you'll see a picture of me with that Magnificat, smiling because I'm about to eat that big piece of fish. But uh, comment under there. Let people know where your fish fry is, so that can be like a stop for people. Hey, where's one near me? Oh, there's one. If you want to check out a new one. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you comment, or the Codfather might come to <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Codfather. with the fishes. Mary, Queen of Heaven in uh, Northern Kentucky has a great one, too. Uh, I'm not going to be able to go to a fish fry tonight. I might. I'm, I'm hoping and I can talk my kids into it because I've got Darren and his buddies over at Covcath tonight is the 35th district finals. Covcath against Beachwood. Oh, that's a big game. It's the basketball oh, championship game. It's at Covcath. At Covcath, they better have fish well, there. Well, but at 7 o'clock, now right up the road from Covcath is uh, St. Agnes, and we've been to their fish fries before. Yeah. They have great stuff. Good rye bread on the fish. <laughs> oh, see, we know all these things. I'm hoping I can swing by there, get my fish on before we go get the game on. See, I'm able to, to hit two birds with one stone. I'm running dad cab. My daughter's got track tonight, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but up at the high school, Dick Dixie Heights, they got a fish fry going on up there, so I can just take her to track and see a girl. Oh, <laughs> get some fish. Get it it's on, perfect. man. I tell you what, well, head over to our Facebook page and comment below the pic of me with the Magnificat and let us know where your fish fries are on this first Friday in Lent. This is the Big Dave Podcast. We've got this for you right now. <laughs> And you know, whenever you hear the uh, techno chicken on the Big Dave Show of B105, you're about to get some uh, chicken news from Alexandria. What's going on? You getting more chickens or what? Well, we've been talking about it. We have five, and Nick's thinking he wants to expand to maybe ten. So yesterday we pulled up to Tractor Supply, and there is a woman selling chickens out of the back back seat of her car. I mean, she had a cage, and I'm like... I stay in the car, and I'm like, Nick's not going to walk up to her. He's just going to go right in the store. Nope. She roped him right in, and I'm just like, yeah. well, maybe we're getting chickens today from a trunk. Trunk chickens. Who so, knew? So she's just in the parking lot of the tractor supply, the TSC there, mm-hmm. selling chickens. And eggs. And I think she also had a bunny. But then I'm like, <laughs> I don't know how this is legal, because they it, sell little I, baby chicks inside. Don't knock it. I bought some of the best vegetables out of a parking lot once. Like, sometimes that's just how but that was a farmer's country no, no just out of some dude's trunk he was selling tomatoes and green peppers and i was like hey yeah okay. I, just, I just thought it was odd especially because the business sells chickens inside, inside. Yeah, so i'm like uh, i don't i don't know well you know her price is lower i see some crazy stuff being sold in the walmart parking lots too i might add to puppies oh god uh, goats i've seen baby goats dude the florence walmart that parking lot gets but, crazy but you did 
you get the chickens, though? I want to know, because, I, I mean, they're probably a better deal on the lot than they were inside, right? Luckily, <laughs> he did not come back to the car with any trunk chickens. I'm sure they were fine. <laughs> but, so, I'm like, okay, we want to get chickens. Maybe we should go about this the right way. Through and, the proper channels. Yeah. Uh, sure but he did know. Free or background check. Something. He knows that he doesn't want to raise them up again from chicks. So, I'm like, maybe that was your shot there, buddy. They were pretty big. Because it's, it's a lot to take care of. And, mm -hmm. you know, you can experience death and, whew, uh, but I'm learning all about chickens because I'm trying to get more involved with them because mm -hmm. I've been a, a bad chicken mom. Sure. Yeah, because Nick's, it's all on Nick. And I'm like, oh. so this weekend I'm going to go to the Roost in Latonia. They're having an event on Saturday to talk to you about backyard chickens. And then uh, our boss, Patty Marshall, she sent me a little fun fact about red pepper flakes being added to their food can help them with bacteria and keep out different infection. Mm. And I'm like, red pepper flakes. I got that. Am I going to have spicy chicken now? Yeah, you're going to have some <laughs> spicy chicken. Well, if you make nuggets, they might be. So <laughs> no, how much of your funny. life is is consumed by chickens, either eating chicken wings or taking care of live chickens? Yeah, I'm basically going to turn into a chicken at some point. <laughs> Scared again, you know? But, hey, I want to help more, and I want Officer Nick to get these chickens, and when we do get more, I just want to be able to, you know... Be a team player. Whether they're from a trunk or from a store. Yeah. You want to be the best mom. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm hoping you learn a lot this weekend at the Big Chicken Expo in Latonia. Whatever it's, it's it does called. say yeah. red pepper fights bacteria and worm okay. infestation. Okay. And who who knew what have thought that? No, you and Patty <laughs> yeah. Marshall, I guess. You guys and they have, can help, yeah. You guys are obsessed with chickens. No trunk chickens for me, but we are on the lookout. Good. Now you know what's going to happen. We're going to get a thousand Facebook messages from people going, hey, we got chickens. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's Bring them on. <laughs> That's what it's all about. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B. B105. B105 wants to pay your bills with $20,000. And it looks like uh, Samantha Lyons' phone stopped blowing up long enough for her to make a call out to us. And you got back in within 10, Samantha. You just grabbed 100 bucks. Way to go. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, all right, dude. Now you're in the running for B105 to pay your bills with $20,000. And once you pay off some of the debt, what are you going to use with the rest? First and foremost, the debt, like you said. But afterwards, I want to take my kids on vacation. Mm. I'll take the kids. Where? Um, I don't know. We haven't been in quite some time, like three years. So maybe Gatlinburg again. Ooh, that's always a fun time, and the kids love it. Well, good luck to you. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you for having the B105 app downloaded and registered on your phone, Samantha. And have a great weekend. You guys, too. Thank you. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Our good vibes today are coming out of Papillion, Nebraska, and it all has to do with a daddy-daughter Valentine's dance. Okay, just the other day, I had a Facebook memory of going to one of those daddy-daughter dances with my daughter, Dara. It popped up, and I'm like, oh, because it was always so fun. We'd get dressed up, you know, and then head over to her school, and our pictures from those nights are some of my favorites. So they're memories I'll always cherish, and I hope that, you know, she does too as she gets older. But things are a lot different for five-year-old Austin Wolverton from Papillion, Nebraska. Austin's dad, Mike, died of a drug overdose when she was only 18 months old. She really has no memories of him, only pictures and videos. And her mother, Kelsey, she hasn't remarried. So when the daddy-daughter dance rolled around at her preschool, Austin was worried she couldn't go because she didn't have a daddy. Aww. But Austin had an idea. She drew a picture for her best friend. Who's her best friend? 
just so happens to be her grandpa, Grandpa Steve. That picture included an offer Grandpa Steve couldn't refuse, an invitation to be her date at the daddy-daughter dance. I'm I'm sorry. It's tough. Luckily, Mom captured the moment and shared it on TikTok, where, of course, it's been viewed millions of times. The video starts with Grandpa Steve sitting on the couch under a blanket with Austin, looking at the picture and then getting the invitation. Oh, that's very cute. Those are, did you draw this whole thing? Those are really good. Oh, I would love to. Austin, (laughs) that would be the best. Come here. Oh, can I really go with you? So I guess we all know, of course, Grandpa Steve said yes. I mean, how do you not? Come on. So on the day of the big daddy-daughter Valentine's dance, Austin's hair was styled by mom with a pretty red bow. Makeup was applied. She wore a gorgeous white dress with red hearts and cute little ruby red shoes. And Grandpa Steve picked up his date and looked dashing in a gray suit with a stylish red tie and off to the daddy-daughter Valentine's valentine's day dance they went and of course they ate too many sweets <laughs> drank too much punch and had the time of their lives uh, thank you grandpa steve and austin for the good vibes this morning B. B this is the big dave podcast it's the big dave show dad joke of the day on b105 and this morning we've got Patrick. He's a father of two from Independence KY. He is in the Army, so thank you for your service, Patrick. And I understand this is kind of a long-distance dad joke you got for us. It is. So my girlfriend's daughter told me a dad joke yesterday, and I told her I would call in and do the dad joke for her this morning. And where is this joke coming from? Meridian, Idaho. And her name is Lily. Uh, she's an eighth grader out there. Okay. Awesome. All right. So from Meridian, Idaho, via Patrick here this morning. We've got the dad joke. Let's have it. What do you call a fish in a bow tie? I don't know. What, what do you, you call, call a, a fish, fish in, in a, a bow tie? So fishticated. <laughs> <laughs> so fishticated. And he is, man. Hey, you tell Lily, thank you for the dad joke. I hope she has a great day in Idaho. And Patrick, thank you for your service to our country, buddy. All right, thanks. You guys have a good one. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave Podcast. B105.com.